Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode 378. Really excited to talk with you. And I wanted to discuss something that is maybe something that is not quite as pleasant for people to deal with uh, in, a, in, the normal case of, in the normal case of growing the business and things like that. So something that you want to, I guess, what the, something that you need to be aware of is that at various different times, things like now, people can kind of go a little bit weird. And what I mean by that is they might be looking to you to start um, looking at you to perhaps like ask for refunds or being weird in the sense of that they might start accusing you of different things or whatever. I don't know. Like there's a whole bunch of things that people do that can be really, really strange. So what it can, what can happen if we think about it, when people are under pressure, they will often start, um, they'll often start behaving kind of almost quite irrationally. Yeah. Hey, Myrna. Hey, Jez. So if you think about this irrational behavior, you know, if you have got your, you've got your office out there, you, you've got them really clear and people buy them. And most of the time, like in fact, 99.9% .9 of the time, People will go through and they're really awesome. But then other times there are some people who might go a little bit sideways and this is really normal, all right? So my, my husband and I were having a conversation this morning actually about the kids and about how some of their behavior is a little bit interesting at the moment and how, you know, what they're really driven by. Rebecca, edgy, cray cray, nervous, weirdness. Exactly, good morning, by the way. People, people can be really strange. When they're feeling really under pressure, they can react in a way, hi Peter, they can react in a way that is often the complete polar opposite to how they would normally react and how they would normally behave. And the, the, the challenge for us as business owners, as leaders and, and things like that is to not take it personally. I mean, for me, when I, I've, I've had I've had this been some years now since I've had anyone go sideways, but the, the thing that happened was that they they felt like they were out of control. Me looking back on it now, they felt like they were out of control. They felt like um, that they, for whatever reason, like they just, they just didn't think that, I just think they didn't think actually. They were looking for a soft target. And unfortunately I was the soft target. They thought I was the soft target. And so there was, there was some refund requests. They became really nasty. They threatened a class action. They threatened to take my, my drag my family through a current affair for fuck's sake and do like really weird stuff. And I delivered everything, right? So you order a coffee cup and I give you the coffee cup and then you use the coffee cup and then you decide that you no longer want the fucking coffee cup and that you want a refund. You know, that's not really like, that's that's not okay. That's just freaking weird. And you know, that that's, that's people who are under pressure, who are not acting normally, who are perhaps feeling a little bit irrational. Um, maybe they're not feeling irrational, but they start acting irrationally. Sometimes you end up being the, the, the person that, that cops this weirdness. So what I wanted to share with you is number one, it's okay. I've had conversations with clients in this last week actually um, about dealing with some of this weirdness because there's a lot of change, right? And, and people... People are driven by by certainty. They they like to have certainty. Every every human needs some sense of certainty in their world. And right now we have no fucking certainty. Right, all of the certainty is gone. 
uh, not all of it, but a lot of it for a lot of people, it's gone. And so they're kind of like reeling around like in this tornado of, of shitness. You know, like what can I grab onto? And, and sometimes they'll grab onto the thing that is uh, in our worlds, you know, not right. In their world, it's the only thing that they can kind of latch onto. Good morning, Nicole. And you're in the middle of it and hearing all sorts. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, good morning, Jeanette. Carmen says yes. Yeah, right. So they'll look for something that they can grab onto. And if you're the, the closest, it's almost like if you're drowning in the ocean and someone comes up to rescue you, you're like, you're drowning. You're going to freaking latch on to that person, right? And that's the, that's the risk that these people take when they come out to save you because they know that chances are you're going to grab on and try and push them down so that you can keep getting air. So the, the scenario that I want you to think about is that these people who are behaving weirdly, like that, so they're grabbing onto you, feeling like you're their, their grip of survival, right? They've got some sense of certainty. They've got some sense of control, rightly or wrongly, and they've grabbed on, latched on. So the thing that we've got to remember, there's a few things that I want to, uh, that I actually want to talk through today. But the first big point that I really, really need you guys to hear and to really take on is don't take it personally. Right, whatever is being slung your way, if this ever happens, whether it's in times like these or normal times, right, it doesn't actually matter. If you're experiencing this, it's actually not about you, right? Unless you've gone and done the wrong thing, right? Let's just be clear on that. If you've acted with integrity, if you've acted ethically, and you've done everything that you said that you could do, then you know that then that's great. But if you've done the wrong thing, then you probably like asking for all that you get. So let's just be really clear on that. Make sure that you can deliver on what you've sold. Make sure you do the right thing. Make sure that you're doing things in integrity and ethically. So that should go for all businesses all the time, no matter what. Let's just be clear on that. So uh, the thing that you want to make sure that you have got in place, you need to have, all of you need to have your terms and conditions really freaking clear. So don't take it personally. Secondly, have your terms and conditions really, really clear. So that with your terms and conditions, what you need to have in place are things like when you purchase this, there's no refunds. Now you can, you're allowed, so trust me, I've been on the phone with every state body in this country uh, in terms of like office and consumer and business affairs or whatever, like whatever it is in your state, you are allowed to say that you don't offer refunds. Every human has their statutory rights that say that if you have sold them something that doesn't match what they've bought or doesn't perform or whatever else, then you have then, then they can decide that yes, you have to refund. You are allowed to say, like we're talking online consulting programs, like all of that kind of thing, services, you don't have to offer refunds, right? So I don't offer refunds unless it's your based on your statutory right. Okay. Um, no, Carmen, you don't have to provide a credit. No. It, it, well, it depends on the scenario, right? If you can't deliver on what you've sold, then that's a bit of a moral decision that you need to make. Um, you can absolutely provide a credit if that's, the, if that's the thing. When I've done this in the past, I will, I'll say, look, I don't, like if somebody, uh, somebody might've signed up to come on a retreat with me, let's say, and through no fault of my own, they've decided that they can't make it anymore or they can't afford to continue paying or whatever the case might be. They've asked me for a refund. I say, look, as you're aware, when you signed up with me, I stated there's no refunds. 
You've got that, we talked about that on the phone. I'll have notes because I take the most ridiculous amount of notes. You need to take notes. I sent them a confirmation email. They are very, very clear. I will say, because even though I don't have to, I will say, look, I'll hold, I'll hold what it is that you've spent, what you've spent, what you've invested. I'll hold on to that as a, as a credit for the next 12 months and you can put it towards anything that you like. You know, you can put it towards a different course. You can come to a different retreat at a date that works better for you. You know, I'm happy to be flexible in that respect, but I'm not legally obliged to refund. Um, I, you don't have to refund people because they've changed their mind. If you can deliver on what it is that you've, that you've sold them, no refunds necessary. So that's that. And I've spoken to every state body in this country, so I know that you're allowed to say that. What you need to have in place, though, <laughs> for that to hold up is you've got to, they need to know or have access to terms and conditions before they buy from you that states you don't offer refunds. So if you've done a webinar and you've talked about what they're going to get, that's okay. If you've been on the phone with them and you've stated, and my process is, and I actually have a whole onboarding process on my little piece of paper where I take all of my notes, I have a box that I tick that says no refunds. And the way I frame it is, look, just so you're aware, I don't offer refunds on any of my programs. If you've, if you've got any questions or concerns, you need to let me know, but I don't offer refunds. Does that make sense and sound okay? 99.9% .9 of people go, of course, that's totally fine. You know, it's up to you to do the work. It's up to you to implement. It's up to you to make sales. It's up to you to, to do all of this stuff. You know, so I'm really, really clear and upfront. So I tick it. Big fat tick on the notes. Now, so you need to take notes. You need to have some kind of process. So if someone if someone decides to dispute uh, the purchase that they've made from with you, you're going to be required to provide evidence, right? So you'll be asked to say like, okay, so where, where are your terms and conditions? You send them your terms and conditions. You can send them the notes that you took, which, you know, has got the tick. Do you follow a process? Yes, this is my sales process. So you send them your sales process. How did they come across you? Well, actually they saw an ad. This was the ad that they saw. This was the webinar that they were on. This is the conversation I had with them. These are the notes that I took. This is the confirmation email I sent them. So you, you should, everyone should be sending a confirmation of enrollment email, which outlines what it is that they've bought, right? If you're not doing that, then you're leaving yourself completely wide open for a tribunal or a court to say, actually, no, you have to refund if it gets to that point, right? So you've got to have your terms and conditions, have a sales process that you can say to someone if you get asked, how did this person buy from you? How did they know what they were buying? And then you can send them the, the, the process or the notes that, that you've taken. You've, it's just gotta be really freaking clear, okay? So that's that. The second thing that you've, oh, and, and then don't take it personally, right? The third thing is if somebody comes back and says, oh, blah, 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 you know, they, they start creating drama. The thing that you've gotta remember is, hold on a second, you have done the right thing. So long as you, like I said, so the, the whole caveat to all of this is that you have done the right thing, right? So your saving grace for you emotionally is you've done the right thing, you've acted ethically, you've acted with integrity, and people are just gonna do what they're gonna do, okay? So you've gotta take the emotion out of it. So how do you deal with something if someone goes sideways? Number one, zero emotion. 
right? Which I know, I know that that can be really hard, particularly when all you want to do is go rock in a corner and cry and lament and, you know, talk about and scream and, and say, you know, I don't, I don't know why these people are doing this shit. It's just really crazy. You know, I've done the right thing. My stuff works, you know, I've done the emotional breakdown stuff, but from the the response that you do back to them, this is where we revert to being really pragmatic. So the thing that you do is you'll get, like say that you've had a, a an email come in, there's like da 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 da, da and they've, they've said whatever it is that they've said. All you do is you get that email and you reply back paragraph by paragraph saying, well, you know, if they say, oh, I didn't know that um, this was going to be delivered online. Well. Um, you saw this ad that took you to here, or you you approached us, like this is the beauty of generating leads, right? People ask us for help. We're not going out soliciting. We are not going out cold calling. We only talk to people who have asked us for help. So that's on your side as well, right? So you go back and they'll say, oh, you know, this, that, and the other. Well, you know, thank you for raising that. This is, and then you just respond. So paragraph by paragraph, systematically, pragmatically, answer the points that they're talking into. Now, the only time that you won't answer one of the points is if they're just being completely delusional and, and ridiculous. Um, for example, it could be, well, I can't believe that you showed up on one of the training sessions and you had glitter on your face. You know, who does that? It's just so unprofessional, you know. To me, I just go like, I'm not even addressing that with a response. That's fucking ridiculous. You know, and, and that's never happened, actually, <clears throat> by the way. But, you know, there are some things where if it's just absolutely ridiculous, whatever it is that they're saying, like, just don't even reply. You are not obligated to reply to every single point that they make. The thing to remember is this, is that it doesn't matter whether you've got all your I's dotted and all your T's crossed and you go back and you're pragmatic and you're gracious and you're kind, people are going to do whatever the fuck it is that they are going to do. Carmen, but we thought it, well, <laughs> why not have the glitter? So unprofessional. Uh, I never, I've never ever once said that you're gonna get professional from me, right? You will get the results, you will get the training, but professional delivery, I'm professional in my knowledge, my systems, my processes. But if I want to wear glitter, I'll freaking wear glitter. You just watch me. And that's why you love me. So um, even if people, even if you go and do all of the, the right things, right? You've got your terms and conditions laid out. Everybody knows everything. Some people are just going to go sideways because they just will for whatever it is that's going on in their world. Maybe their husbands or wives have just lost their job. Maybe they're their children are going through something really stressful. Um, maybe their kids are being bullied and you don't know how to help. Maybe maybe they've just had a big, massive blow up. Maybe they've divorced from their partners. Um, maybe they've just found that their partner has a gambling problem. Um, you know, maybe, maybe their parents just died or, or something. You know, maybe something serious has gone in, like forget the COVID stuff, but maybe there's other things that have gone on in their world that have just kind of like knocked them for a six, which if you're in the US, uh, that is a cricket term, uh, which would be a really big hit where a cricket player gets awarded six runs for hitting a big ball into somewhere that goes over the six run line. So I didn't know that hit for a six was um, an Aussie thing until Jojo and I were talking the other day about it. So 
You can't control the way that people behave. You can't control the way that people will respond. You can't control anything about what people will do. The thing that you've always got to know, and this is the thing, whether you're a startup business owner, whether you are a, whether you're looking to scale, whether you're in the, in, you know, whether you're 10 years deep into your business, the thing that you've always got to remember is this, with what you're selling, right? And with the conversations you might be having, the way that I do it is this, pretend that this is the outline for my program on my piece of paper, right? I've got that here. And if I can look at that, put my hand on my heart and think, all right, if I was in a court of law and, and I had to justify my decision to sell this or to sell this thing to someone, whether it's $97, $47, $120,000, that the process is the same, hand on my heart, hand on the Bible, in a court of law, if I was to be challenged about what I've sold, is this ethical? Am I acting in integrity? And is this the right and the best thing for this person or for these people? And if you can say yes, then you're good to fucking go. Have your terms and conditions really clear and really tight, okay? But at the end of the day, even if you've got all of that stuff done, people can go wonky anyway, right? You could do all the right things and people can go wonky. Here's what will happen. So at the worst case scenario, if you've got, let's say that you've got all your I's dotted and your T's crossed, okay? And you've got your hand on your heart, like you know you can do all of that stuff, that's amazing. Someone goes sideways and they start demanding a refund from you. And you say, no, you know, but you go back and you do all of the things that then, and you still say no, which you're within your rights as a business owner to say no. Okay. Unless, you know, the, the caveats that we've said before, unless you've, you've sold them something that's defective or doesn't match the description or whatever, then, you know, refund the, refund the fucking money. Okay. Um, if it's from a, you know, just, yeah, just, you guys know what I mean. So here's the process that will happen. The person can then decide what it is that they're going to do. Now, that person can decide to go to their state body of, of let's say, Office, and Consumer, Office of Consumer and Business Affairs. Um, I can't remember the names of the, of the offices in all of the states in Australia. I'm sure in the US, you've probably got something similar. I'm just not sure what that is. Um, it could be the, um, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know what it would be, actually. I can't remember. So. In Australia, it's the equivalent of Office and Consumer and Business Affairs in your state. Now, the consumer is within their rights to go and approach their state body and lodge a complaint. So they can go do that. Go lodge a complaint and go talk to the people and what the Office of Consumer and Business Affairs will then do is they'll say, okay, that's great, thank you for this information. They will then approach you as the business owner. They will ask you, for your side of the story. So you'll have your notes ready. You'll have your sales process ready. You'll have whichever way that they've come through, whatever emails they've responded to, whatever ad they've come through, if it's on a webinar, if it's a sales call, if it's an online purchase that they've done, if they've been through it, like a video training series, you guys can see all of that information. You send all of that back to them and they'll go, okay, great. 99.9% .9 of people at that point go, well, fuck it, I've, I've screwed up, I'm done, like that's fine, and they will walk away. Some people, however, like the 0.1% of people will go, well, no, fuck you, um, I want to take this further. 
And what they can then do, what their, their legal right as a consumer, they can then take you to mediation. So then you can end up on a call with the, like with a mediator, right? So there's you on the phone, there's the other person on the phone, and then there's the mediator on the phone. Now, for me, I've been in this situation once and in mediation and the other person demands a refund and I'm like, well, no, actually I've given you my stuff. You've, you've worked through everything. You've totally consumed, like you bought the coffee cup You've used the coffee cup. You've had the privilege and the joy of using the coffee cup. And now you want me to refund you and you don't even want to send the fucking coffee cup back. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not refunding. Like, so the mediation for me is like, well, I'm, I've got all of my evidence. I can hand on my heart, hand on the Bible. No, I've done the right thing. So for me, I'm like, we can go to mediation and that's fine. But I'm not, I'm not negotiating with terrorists, right? I'm not negotiating. And, and I'm not willing to, I'm, I'm unwilling to refund, right? And the mediator will try and get you to say, well, you know, what are you willing to do? And I'll say, well, and I've said, well, actually, no, like they, this is, this is, I'm, you know, I've done the right thing here. I'm, I'm willing to, you know, do, stake my reputation on it. I'm willing to do whatever. So that's, that's that. So if the mediation then doesn't work, again, the consumer has the right then to take it that step further. And that's where you go to the tribunal. I believe it's called the tribunal. So it's where there's a judge sitting in court. They will hear the case. They will look at all of the evidence and they will make a ruling uh, for or against, you know, you or them, right? And the, I've, never, I've never had to get to that point. So I don't know what happens in there. I can't, I can't say what gets to that point. Nothing. People, people, uh, this instance where it's happened before, they just kind of go, oh, well, you know what? It's not it's not worth the fight because I'm, I've done the right thing. So I'm willing to stake my, you know, I'm, I'm willing to stake, put my money where my mouth is and go like, well, no, like if a judge rules that I have to refund somebody, then I would. But otherwise, no, like I, I'm, I'm, no. Because the, the other thing, you guys, if you refund one, people talk, Right. So people talk amongst themselves, like whether you think they don't or you think that they do, they do. So if you refund one person, what's going to happen? It often will create a domino effect where like one person goes sideways and all of a sudden 10 people go sideways and you're fucking bankrupt, right? You don't have a business. You don't have income. You don't have cash flow. It, it ruins your finances. It can ruin your emotional well-being. It can ruin your ability to perform and do what it is that you need to do. Like, it's not just one thing. It, it's got a massive, it can have a massive effect on many facets of, of your life and in your world. So, you know, that's the worst case scenario. And I'm sorry that this is not a very, like, rah, 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 your, um, you know, uplifting type thing. And it's not really an uplifting, um, I was going to say webinar, it's not really an uplifting coffee run today, but I think it's necessary and it's warranted. So the thing that you've always got to come back to, hand on the heart thing, right? Are you ethically doing the right thing? Are you acting from a place of integrity? And have you delivered on what you've sold? And if all of that is fine, then okay, people might go sideways. People might get weird. But the thing that I want you to consider is hold the line, Right? But hold the line and be understanding and be compassionate about whatever it is that that other party is going through. You know, we don't know what's going on in their world. It doesn't mean that you have to um, give in, let's say, or, or fold or negotiate or unless you want to. And if that's what's aligned for you, then go ahead and do it. But to me... It's just kind of like, well, you know what? I can understand where they're coming from and it really fucking sucks. 
and it must be so hard for you to go through whatever it is that you're going through. You know, I am going to hold the line, but you know, I'm really, I'm, I feel really bad that this is what you're, that this is what you're experiencing. So I hope that that helps you. So the things that you need to have in place are terms and conditions. What is your refund policy? Do you have a refund policy? If you don't have a refund policy, get off here as soon as we're finished. Listen, finish listening to what I'm saying. Get off here and go write it up. You will see at the bottom of all of my sign up pages. I don't know for refunds on program purchases everywhere. Like I don't, I, I don't offer refunds for people unless I've decided that I can't do something. And if it's my fault, you know, if it's on me and it's a decision that I've made, then that's fine. Like I'll go ahead and refund. But if you can deliver on what you've sold and deliver on what you promised, then you're, then you're okay. Um, that's that. So tighten your terms and conditions up. Make sure you have a sales process. Um, make sure you've got a way of documenting or, or researching how people have come into you. So this is where having a, a CRM, your client record management system for your email addresses that you get in, it's really important that you have one of those set up. So it, whether it's, um, at, excuse me, Active Campaign or Infusionsoft or uh, Kartra or whatever, like something like that, because what that will show is that it shows you from a data perspective what emails people have looked at. It shows you the things that they have opted into. It shows them, uh, it shows you, sorry, like the, the trail of, of where it is that they've come into contact with you. So uh, it, it, it just helps you then to go, okay, well, like this is when this person first saw me. This is what they actually saw. This is the process so that that way there's no ambiguity and it's not up for speculation. You don't have to rely on your memory. You don't have to rely on their memory. You can show the data and the history. So. That's that. Make sure you have a sales process. Um, have a CRM that shows you where you know what people have done and um, what people have opted in for. And just be really clear that you've got that hand on the heart thing happening. That you know that you've as as best you can that you have done the best and the right thing by by people and opt off um, acted from that place of integrity and authenticity and and ethics. So. There you go. Any questions on that? Let me know. Um, it's really, it really sucks. You know, it just sucks. And I know that when, when people go wonky and when people go sideways, whether it's about asking for refunds or they, they might be um, complaining to you about something. Just remember, if you've done all the right things, then it's, it's absolutely not about you. It's just that that you might happen to be the the soft target, which just really, you know, fucking sucks. To be blunt really just sucks. Jeanette, it's a very strong coffee run. Yep. Stand and be strong and the terms and conditions and policies. Yeah, that's right. Um, the other thing that might happen, just as an aside, another thing that might happen is that they might, because you're just going to be really pragmatic, they might start to um, tell you like all of their emotional stories. You don't have to, like, don't buy into that. Oh, thank you, Peter. I appreciate that. I'm glowing. Oh, it's because I've got no eyelashes on my eyeballs and I've got a really bright spotlight. <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it can feel like, for me, I feel things deeply, right? I really feel things deeply. And when I go back and I'm really pragmatic and black and white about different things, I can feel like I'm being a bit of a bitch. Reframe that and just remember, well, your financial household is at risk if you if you don't have these things in place 
people may not buy from you. If you say that there's no refunds and if you're really clear on your terms and conditions, there will be people who won't buy from you. And that is a-okay, right? Because they, they can go and find somebody else, that's fine. If, if you have got a no refund policy on your website, on your programs, when you're doing sales calls and things like that, and you're just like holding that line, it's, and if they say, oh, look, I'm not buying from you if you've got a no refund policy, then amazing, that's great. Go find somebody else to buy from. Chances are that the people who buck at that no refund policy would probably ask you for a refund. So you're actually dodging a bullet. Um, I know particularly when you're in startup phase, it can feel really, um, it can feel like you're gonna cut a whole bunch of people off and it can be a bit scary because you need to make sales, right? But the sale that you don't make in this instance can be the thing that actually helps you to, to make so many more. It can be the exact reason why you will get to where it is that you wanna be. So hold the line, my friends. You are worth it, they are worth it. And remember like your hot cold clients, they are, they're not gonna ask you for a refund anyway because they're just gonna be so in love with you. They're going to love doing the work with you. They're going to be loving implementing. They're going to get results. There's no way that they're gonna ask for a refund. So be really clear on your terms and conditions, who your hot cold clients are, and just rock on, all right? You guys are all amazing. I trust that that's helpful. Any questions on anything, let me know. Um, but otherwise, get out there, go kick some ass. Go help some people, have fun doing it, and remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will talk to you tomorrow.